It's B-Movie Breakdown, episode 242. It is. No welcome this time. No huh? welcome. Why'd you I, cut I the changed, welcome out? I changed it on you. You're going to throw it off. I'm throwing you off a little bit there. I hear, I hear that in my dreams and nightmares, you just cut, <laughs> off, just cut it off, huh? Yeah, I, I, I switched it up on you. It's the B-Movie Breakdown. What if when we begin, we say, sweet dreams? Sweet dreams, baby. Sweet dreams. It's the B-Movie Breakdown. Sweet dreams is the B-Movie Breakdown. <laughs> I'm going to start saying it at the end of the podcast from now on. Sweet dreams. That's fine. Okay. We we'll, talked do a, to... we'll do a whole, we'll watch all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies and then we'll say sweet dreams. We, 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 we talked about that. That would be great. But we talked about this before. I want to just put this on the internet. All right. Anybody living their daily lives, I want you to, because I'm going I'm going to do it to somebody and it's going to be so weird when I do it. Kind of like this movie we watched today. I might do it to somebody at work tomorrow. It's going to be great. When somebody, whenever, when somebody Nobody's says. Nobody's going to say goodnight to me. Get off in the. It's daytime, so. I mean, sometimes like, oh, that's true. Like, you're not even. It's not even like early evening. It's like two thirty. Well, if anybody, yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> um, but if anybody ever says to you, "Good night," you know, you have to respond with "Sweet dreams." And it's better if they go, good night. You go, sweet dreams. And they go, what? Yeah, if you do that, email the podcast, oh bnbpodcast at gmail.com and let us know about your experience it's when you hilarious. said sweet dreams to somebody. Sweet dreams. Yeah. Good night. I feel like that interaction would happen in this movie we watched this week. It would. Awkward, weird uh-huh. interactions between people. And uh, this is the B-Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where we find the humor. <laughs> Is this what what and other changes enjoyment. do I have in store? Yeah, little yeah, planned laughs now. But yeah, this is the B movie breakdown, a weekly podcast right. for finding the humor and enjoyment of films from the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Okay. Each week's movie kept the swear word will be revealed to you at the end of every podcast. So listen in in the end, just like this week's movie. Make sure you watch all the way through the credits because if you to. don't, oh you God. miss something amazing. You'll hear about it. It's a few words, but it's amazing. As soon as and you'll miss it, as soon as this intro is over and the thing gets going, you'll know. You'll you'll fucking know. Mm-hmm. You'll know already. And if you want to listen to this podcast, you can find it everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. You can also follow us on social media at B Movie Breakdown. Email I already mentioned it. B Movie Break B and B Podcast at Gmail And if you have any suggestions or submissions or anything like that you want us to watch on the podcast, do it there on the email. It's the best place to do it nick do you have some other stuff you want to plug i would only like to plug um well a few things so i guess only plug in a few things uh so you can follow me and look at my illustrations at scatterville stories on the instagram and scatterville.com and you can um follow and listen to the other podcast that i do with my friend zach called weird and feared where we discuss monsters madness and mayhem and you can look at Weird and Fear on the Instagram to see also drawings I do about the crazy creatures we talk about. Um, but yeah, it's a paranormal, supernatural. You know, it's a podcast about you know global folklore, um, you know, a bunch of random crazy things. It's somewhat educational, somewhat crazy. Sometimes alcohol is consumed in that podcast, and sometimes it's not. But regardless, we discuss weird and feared things. So. Look it, up, look it up. This week's podcast is a is a slightly related to some weird and feared. It's absolutely related to weird and feared. It is absolutely related. Absolutely related. And this week on the podcast, we watched Little Bigfoot. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of 
So we just got done watching Little Bigfoot. It'll change your life. It's it's actually not as bad as uh, you would think. I do remember seeing this uh, VHS tape yeah. in the video stores. Maybe a DVD by that time. No, 97? No, it wouldn't have been DVDs. Mm -hmm. Definitely VHS, VHS tapes. Yeah. I remember seeing the VHS tape at the store all the time in, in like the kids section or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe even New Release at the time when it first came out. New Release and Drama. I was thinking how weird the... Uh, hmm. Well, New Releases were always just shoved together. That's true. To, and then, it would, go, then it would then it would go to drama. Yeah, then it would go to like uh, different genres mm -hmm. individually. Right. Then Yeah, then it would move to Thank drama. You. Not this... Actually, it was like kids drama. They had their own kids drama section. Yeah, well, it's always a kids drama when it begins with the mother telling them their father's dead. Yeah, daddy's dead. Daddy's dead. Daddy's dead. And when's he coming? Daddy's not coming back, is he? Made it seem no. like the death happened recently, but everybody else in the movie made it seem like the death happened a long time ago. I feel like young Maggie probably asked that question every day. Yeah, probably. It's not coming back. It, and she, didn't, got... she didn't seem that bright. No, but I mean, it's an awkward family. Yeah. It's a... Well, although we watched the whole movie, yeah. and then I learned something about the credits. Okay. And you didn't see this yet, so I'm going to get a genuine reaction out of you. You saw my reaction. Mm -hmm. You're, I'm going to get a genuine reaction this out could of be, you. This could be a five-minute podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I might grip your microphone in half. So, this is in the credits, the very end of the credits, like the second to last thing that is said. Okay. You know, they'll put like, you know, like, in memory of, or something along those lines, usually at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, or, or Little Bookfoot will be back in... Something like that. Yeah. So, here's here's what it says. Just, just, just read... Just read what it says right there. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> How can you just slip that in there? So for everybody listening and those How do you just how do you slip that in there? Haven't watched a little Bigfoot cuz little Bigfoot is available on YouTube how for many, free. How many more movies are how many works of art are dedicated to that? So the movie says it is dedicated to the supreme being. I don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. I want to talk about this for an hour. <laughs> what led to this decision being made? It doesn't even say God, the supreme being. Who is that? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, what's funny about that is... It's a lot. <laughs> yes. I a lot. Well, it's because I noticed on the IMDb page, there's a set, you know, it says like trivia, goofs, stuff like that. There's a section that says crazy credits. Oh, man. And I'm sure Bajina Mean has it's to gotta be... It's got to be number two. <laughs> I don't know what number one is. This is number six. What? Dedicated. And the Supreme Being was in all, was like capitalized. Like the Supreme Being. Yeah, Supreme Being. Yeah. Dedicated to the Supreme Being. I'm working on a book right now. Guess who I'm putting in the dedication? <laughs> supreme Being. Dedicated to the supreme, mean. to the Supreme Being. It'll be like family, friends, and the Supreme Being. And Bajina Mean. You got to put that in there. I'm not dedicating that to him. That's <laughs> to not... him. We don't even know <laughs> Man, he who gets, that person is. He gets enough credit. Gets enough credit. Oh my god! You know what's funny though about the supreme being talk is that during the movie, remember the one character, main character Peyton, he was talking about aliens. He was and how he thinks that he knows that they're real uh -huh. and that he was an alien. Uh huh. So like the guy who made this movie got got some alien talk. Yeah. Like squeezed in there. Little, but the director 
whose name is Art Camacho... Is an alien? Uh, did not write this movie. Oh. So, it's just interesting, you know, how that kind of got... Who who put the credit in there? The director? Who put that... Who gets to say, you know, that that credit goes in there? The Supreme Being. He's like, <laughs> put it in there. Everybody involved in the movie was, you know... Mm-hmm. Under this, uh, on this agenda of the sp- supreme being, how many more movies are dedicated to the supreme being? How many movies? I have to say, probably none. Go to the IMDb page for supreme being. Yeah, I can't find movies uh, dedicated to the supreme being, other than um, this movie. And I see there's also a movie from 1976 called God Told Me to. That has a character in it called Supreme Being. <sighs> yes, this movie was was dedicated to the Supreme Being. Life changing. Yeah, I'm trying to look at some other movies. You know, some of these people uh, wrote. Man, you know what's a movie that's come up twice now recently? What? Cyber Tracker. The guy, some of the one of the people who made this movie wrote this movie wrote Cyber Tracker and Dark Breed. And uh, Star Crypt. I thought that said Star Crust. The Star Star Crypt. That looks like a creature from the the Crypt Keeper. It looks the font looks like the Crypt Keeper. The creature looks like the Crypt Keeper. What creature? This man? Yeah. It's a guy. Well, from this angle, it looked like a skeleton. It's just a guy. Just a man. Well, from this angle, he looked like a skeleton. Okay, I get that. Yeah, Art Camacho. Trying to see what other movies our Camacho directed. A whole bunch of nothing. That's a lot of film there, dude. Yeah, Little Bigfoot 2, The Journey Home. Oh, no. No. Do they meet the Supreme Being? Man, was was Camacho the one then who's like real big on the Supreme Being? or? I mean, I'm pretty big on the Supreme Being at this point. Uh, well, yeah. You, I mean, at this point, after us reading that, we almost have to be. Uh, I thought the movie was good, but now it's like, damn. Yeah, you know, it just ju- it jumped to this like next level. Damn. What, I mean, this is this is at least on par with Godfather Two. As far as films altogether, or just dedications? Both. All of the above. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's awesome, and I'm glad it was dedicated to the Supreme Being. I think that I I should get that tattooed across my chest. Dedicated to this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Like, people, is, it, is it like a religious tattoo? I don't know. <laughs> people will definitely, uh, you know. I don't know. Is that something to do with the, like your beliefs? Like, maybe. I don't know. I just know I'm dedicated to this movie. You know, I, I, I really, you know, you're mentioning this movie being great because of that and then the movie. Just it's awesome. But you Three know, weeks in a row we've watched kick-ass films. But you know what? I didn't, uh, I don't know about last week. But yeah, man. Last week is just inspiring to know that you can make better crap that in 10 minutes than that whole movie. No, it's it's an art piece. But, uh, you know, I'm wondering because, you know, this movie actually wasn't that terrible for being so, like, it's just the character of Little Bigfoot. It was who was awesome. barely in it. It's weird, but I was involved the whole time. Yeah, you're involved. But this person on IMDb in the comments section put, Worst film I have 
ever seen. Has he seen four films? I have not been compelled to comment on any film on any forum oh until God. watching the sentimental, predictable drivel. Oh my! The directing God. was a mix of static, unimaginative, and the cliche crap. I hate people so. The much. screenplay followed suit. Wearing similar suits were the actors. The staticness of some scenes were laughable, as scenes in the don't section of do's and don'ts of filmmaking in a bad film school. Characters who were supposed to be the goodies made me sick. And equally Who's the annoyed, goodies? And equally annoyed while the baddies made me laugh, especially Eye Patch. Please remember that this film will be an hour and a half of your life. You will never get back. Jesus, dude. I mean, it's a little much. You can just not like it. I want to write that book called Goodies and Baddies. Goodies and Baddies? Yeah. Can they also fight the Greenies? Ilya the Third Faction. That was like a like a slur towards environmentalists. It's true. In this movie. Sometimes you gotta chop down redwoods. Baby redwood trees. Well, like, was this movie made for made by people who were like, like uh, you know, like environmentalist types? Yeah, made by tree huggers. Tree huggers who were also like real big into like UFOs and aliens and supreme beings. They go hand in hand. <laughs> they go hand in hand. Usually, I don't know. I feel like it's like a toss up. No, usually it's the same because it's it's like they also don't get vaccinations. These people, it's like that kind of that far type crazy left type deal. I mean, there's some, like, it's funny, there's some, like, 10 out of 10 reviews for this movie. Read one. And then there's, like, 1 out of 10 reviews, like this one. This, the title of this is, A Piece of Garbage. <laughs> I hate this everything. This is one of the worst <laughs> movies I've been forced to sit through. I had to work on this movie as part of my job. I need to find a better job. The acting is terrible, and the Bigfoot's big feet look like cheap gorillas. What's worse, they named the little Bigfoot Bilbo. I hope it doesn't remind me of this horrible film when I pop in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> I wonder what kind of garbage was passed over for a company to decide to make this movie. There, That there is a sequel to it scares me even more. The best part of this movie is seeing Nick, Lloyd from Seinfeld's Serenity Now episode, playing a cop. Though this deep guy, cut, yeah, deep cut. It's pretty laughable. Stay away from this unless you want to lose 92 minutes of your life. Everybody always has to hammer that home at the end. It's funny, though, because they mentioned he's playing a cop, but maybe this person didn't know he already played a cop. Ah, this person doesn't police know. police academy. This person may not know a few things. Like how awesome this movie was. You're going to shit on Bilbo? His mom got shot. All right? Yeah. I'm just saying, sometimes illegal logging is going on where there are Bigfoots and the government needs to get involved. That's the message of the movie, dude. Yeah, the message, it's like a Fern Gully type, Avatar. You know, the loggers. Let's let's not get crazy here, all right? Loggers. Nothing will compare to the best film of all time, Avatar. (laughs) I didn't know you had such a big stance on Avatar. Me neither. I just came up with it. Do you want to hear a good review? Sure, why not? Good for a family movie, 10 out of 10. Oh, no. Pretty good for a family movie. Yeah, some cheesy parts, but what can you expect? I thought that the animatronics were pretty good considering it was made in 1998. The storyline could have been better, but like I stated, it is just a mindless family movie. 
The mom and daughter looked a lot alike, and the best parts were the fi- with the family. Also some good action parts. Either way, it was a good movie for what I was expecting. I would see it again, and since it's on HBO a lot where I live, I will. See the movie, and then decide for yourself. Not everyone will like it, but it is good, clean, mindless entertainment that does not require deep thinking. Just a deep bag of popcorn. Not much else to say, but Little Bigfoot is pretty good. <laughs> so what a waste. <laughs> he wasted his time writing that review. <laughs> I like how he keeps just saying it's pretty good, but he gave it 10 out of 10 stars. <laughs> He's very generous. What did he expect? I love the, it's not, it like, it turned into, like, a le- like almost like a legitimate, like, review on point. Like, it's good, clean, mindless entertainment that does not require deep thinking. Just a deep bag of popcorn. Yeah, fuck you, man. That's on the box. Yeah, it's, it's that is on the box. <laughs> I like how he's like, the mom and daughter looked a lot alike. That was one of the positive aspects of the movie. They, yeah, like, we, you got weird there, just like the movie. Got a little awkward. And then it's like, also some good action parts. I mean, there's a lot I of guess car the chases. Car, the one car chase was kind of action-packed. Yeah, car chases were cool. We got a, fly, you know, truck flew into the lake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, you see the movie. It's The family dynamic is very awkward. The whole movie is awkward. Yeah, everybody's everybody's in interra- Anytime any human has to interact with another human, <laughs> they're it's more awkward. They're more unnatural than the Bigfoots. May you know what the bad guy interactions with each other aren't too awkward. No, but it's more like the goodies, right? When the goodies have to interact with each other, and then the goodies have to interact with the baddies, especially when like uh one of the baddies groped the goodies' hair. Awkward. Who <laughs> the goodie known as uh, Lanya? Yeah. Who was played by Kelly Packard uh, from Baywatch. Some people might remember her from Baywatch, and some people also might remember her from a short-lived uh, teen comedy, uh, California Dreams. It was like a one of those like Saved by the Bell type rip. You know, That's a lot cool. of those were produced. But once Saved cool. by the Bell was popular, sure. it was like, we got to bring this back. It's off the air. We got to sure. have other shows. And it was about like a group of kids that lived in California and they were like surfer types, but then they had a band. Ah. And it was called California Dreams. Cool. I remember watching it. I, You did. You do remember that. I do remember that. And then it had Kelly Packard, who... I don't know if anyone else will. I remember watching that because I remember watching Baywatch and being like, Hey, that's the girl from California Dreams. And that's about all I got to say about that. So well, I, I got I Good. Cool. Well, this is the B-movie break. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and it also starred, uh, like we mentioned, uh, well, the person in the review had mentioned, starred uh, Matt McCoy, yeah. who was pretty famous from, uh, well, taking over the lead role in the Police Academy movies, but he's been in like a ton of movies in the 80s and 90s. Sure. Uh, pretty famous from the Seinfeld Serenity Now episode. It's He was on Seinfeld quite a few times. Sure. And then more recently, I recognized him from Silicon Valley. He played their lawyer. And then he was uh, also a doctor on like four or five episodes of Jack Ryan. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A little older now. He's got some great. Sure, but yeah, no, that's him. yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he was. Uh, he was in the. He was one of the people who were held captive. Yes, he was. And he he was like the main. The, he he's like the main about doctor. The medicine right? they needed and stuff like that. Yeah, so that cool. was him. Nice. And Jack Ryan. So Jack Ryan rules. Jack Ryan does rule, just like this movie rules. It's true. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, I, there are not too many other familiar faces in this movie, um, other than the main kid, Peyton. He played Jean-Claude Van Damme's kid in Sudden Death. I mean, that's stuff. I think he was also in Sleep, Sleepless in Seattle. I'm not too... Peyton? Yeah. Or Peter? Peyton. 
Peyton. Uh, Peter, I don't know what Peter's been up to. All right. But, uh, Peter's a creep. Peter is a creep. Uh, but you know what? He means well. He's just a teenager. Is that really being a creep? Right. Now, now we'll, we'll I feel, I feel like he plays like that role of like teen in the uh, like late 80s, 90s, 90s movie yeah. that's like, just wants to get the girls. He barely even, they just talk about him like messing with girls. He doesn't yeah. even do that. Yeah. Almost, like, so he's probably all talk. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but, but it's like all older brother types in these movies. All yeah. talk. It almost reminds me of uh, Great Outdoors, the John Candy, Dan Aykroyd sure. movie. The older brother in that is like, he doesn't want to do the family stuff that no. the dad wants to do. He just wants to go hang out in town and meet girls and whatever. You know, it's like, it's, it's the cool same. Yeah. The, Excuse me. It's a cool idea. The cool kid. Going in, to town, meet yeah. some girls. Especially when you're on vacation. Yeah. So you want to do vacay girls. Vacay girls. You know, one and done. One and done. Mine's just vacay girls. Meet them on vacation. You're all like one and done. Yeah. Just like. Just slip it in, slip it out. Slip it in, slip it out. Well, that's your first Beamer Breakdown t-shirt. <laughs> It would be designed. The it would, this T-shirt would have like a DVD cover on it, be for like a movie, which would be the B movie breakdown, and then at the butt like a like a you know a reviewer quote would say, "Slip it in, slip it out, Corey." Oh, I was thinking it would the movie would, would be called slip it, "Slip it in, slip it out." That got way more intense. And then intense. there'd be like a hand with like a finger going in, like that would be like the. No, it would just be the upper half of Bilbo. Upper half of Bilbo. Making his O face. Making his O face. As his foot is caught in a bear uh, trap. Definitely something that's gonna give me nightmares. Because they, while Little Bigfoot wasn't in this movie that much, uh, when it was, the zoomed-in facial expressions were a little rough. And then, at one point, it gets trapped in a bear trap. And for whatever reason, oh my God. they're showing it from the waist up, and it's, it is literally it, looks like it's fucking something. It's awkward. And they show it three different times. Like, they cut back, and it's just like, oh, oh, oh. It's like, they could have... The, it could have been a faraway shot. You could have seen his leg trapped, and then it's like, then it would look like I'm in pain. You gotta see that gyration. But then, it, but instead, it's like this waist up, like. It's like that's a sound. Then if you could make that visual into a sound, that's what it would be. I bet you could probably Google or on YouTube "Little Bigfoot," and then that's like the third or fourth clip. It's gotta be a GIF. It's probably. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a GIF. GIF. Whatever the fuck you. How do you say that word? I pronounce it GIF. Yeah, so do I. So, fine. There was like a spiel about. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a whole gif. thing. I read it and I forgot about it. Uh, I don't care. Well, it's it's definitely pronounced GIF and not Jif. Yeah, Nobody I, says Jif. I think I said Jif. Like naturally, like I'm not saying I prefer it that way. GIF is how you should say, it, but I think I just say Jif. I think I have, like my whole life. Is that why? Like, there's that app, Jiffy. Is that why it's? You know, G-I- this way is pronounced. G-I- yeah, G I P H Y is the the app. It's like the main like big uh-huh. GIF app. Yeah, it's pronounced. But I always call it Giffy. <laughs> yeah, Jiffy's. I've I think I've always done it with a J. Fuck. It was like I'm not a, not a huge supporter of it. Some people say milk instead of milk, and I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, that's weird. Don't talk about that. Like, what do you say? Milk. Uh, well, I'm on the other side of that fence too. Some people say pillow instead of pillow. No, 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 no. No one does that. People do. Are they from England? Some people say wash instead of wash. Yeah, that's... I get that. That's just a weird regional thing. Like, if anybody with our... Anybody with, like, our accent says wash, get out of here. I've heard it. Well, they need to get out of here. (laughs) I mean... And then there's some idiots that say, like, yins instead of you. 
Wow, well, that's also a regional thing. It's... Just saying, learn how to speak. Learn how to speak. Or get out. Or get out. Well. That's also on the b- bottom of the DVD. Slip it in, slip it out. Learn, learn how, how to, to speak, speak or get out. Wow, yes. That's now you're starting to write a song. Just rhyming out without? It's not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was top notch. Well, it's not top notch, but this movie is top notch, and we're talking about slipping in, slipping out. Where's like, this gonna go? That's what the family does. They slip in a Whoa! town, they slip out of town. All right, I. <laughs> that's what the family does. Well, I mean, they slip it in, honestly, they slip it out. What? Half the family is looking to get some, so it's not that weird. The brother, the oldest brother, uh-huh. and the mom. And he always talks about his mom having sex. Yeah, he talks about it a lot. Well, she was like. Oh, look at your look at your abs! Yeah, the girls. Maybe the mom and the, the son have something going no, on. No, it's not that kind of a, a little movie. taboo. It's not that kind of a movie. They're blood related. It doesn't go that way if they're blood related. That's weird. They can. No. If they want. No. I'm not. I'm not. Con, I'm not like this. This is a weird you know, quote not, to go I'm on not, the movie. I'm not saying it's a good thing. This is a weird quote to go on the back of that box. Yeah. For this. Well, I mean, how is it a weird quote? I'm not saying. It's a good thing. I'm not, yeah, it's a quote we take out of context. I'm not saying that they should be doing that. See, if you just say should be doing it, Corey. But we don't know who the dad of the little girl is. It might be Pete. It's the same Dan. It might be Pete, her like 16-year-old brother. Yeah, that's what I was saying the whole time. She's like six or she's like six years old. Oh. What? He's like 18. You're making this way more awkward than the movie was. <laughs> it's a family film. What are you trying to twist it into? You perversion. Twisted into my own little world. <laughs> Twisted in my own little world. Corey. B-movie breakdown. There's a lot of quotes that'll go on the box, okay? That's, a lot of quotes. Are gonna look, oh these, these are all God. quotes that are going on the box for Little Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, get in touch with uh, it, with their uh, distributor. Uh, one thing I didn't expect for Little Bigfoot to uh, do was to build characters well. It's all, everybody's a character and all their, all the characters have a little character arc. The only one who doesn't, my favorite scene is Vince's girlfriend. They're on their pontoon boat. She sees a strange boy run to the shore and she keeps waving at him. She doesn't stop. And then Vince calls him a dweeb. And then she continues to wave after Uh that. So like, oh, they're going to meet up later. Never see her again. Yeah, she had the tennis scene and yeah. then the pontoon boat scene. Uh-huh. And Vincent, uh, who is the bad guy's son, uh-huh. he... Uh, Don Jr. Don Jr. Better Don type. Jr. Better Don yeah, Jr. Yeah, better Don, Don Jr. Imagine a Don Jr. who is... Refo- like, he's a good guy. He can just, think for himself. He can think for himself, and he's just in a bad family. As opposed to... Daddy, what do I put my email? Yeah. Adoption! <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, uh... Cool. Yeah, but he quickly ditches the girlfriend because he's all obsessed with uh, Lanya. Vince goes. Why in... did she have a name like Lanya? She never like didn't seem like like what that would anybody that would have that name. She's foreign. Her parents were immigrants. Sure. Did this movie she, take place. She in... was. She was born here though. Did this movie take place in Canada? Minnesota, I think. Minnesota. I think she said a. A few she times. did. So I, that's a, that's also Minnesota. Yeah. It's basically the same. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure, so... Minnesota's just Canada with more guns. <laughs> no one can see your facial expressions. I was it's just uh, quiet. I was slightly wondering if Kelly Packard was from Canada at all, but she's what not. Where is she, she's she from? from? California. That's close. 
So, fit for the California Dreams show. Uh, you know what? I, uh, now looking at her uh, IMDb, I forgot she was a host uh, for a short time of the uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, neat. It was like her and Dean Kane. Yeah. Remember when Dean Kane was hosting? Her and Dean Koontz. I like his books. Believe it or not. Dean Koontz. Yeah, Dean Kane wrote Phantoms, right? Yeah, Dean Kane wrote <laughs> Phantoms and uh, all those other lovely books that we all uh, just, just... What would he have to say about the Supreme Being? Who, Dean Kane or Dean Koontz? <laughs> Both. <laughs> uh, well, Dean Kane pretty much played a Supreme Being on TV. That's true, he did. So I feel like he knows what it's like to be a Supreme Being. I don't know if it's the same Supreme Being. Not the same, but he played a Supreme Being. Ah. Uh. Like, you know. Like just one of those things, one of those guys. Yeah, Superman is a, is a supreme being. But he's in movies about the supreme being, though. A supreme being, right? Isn't he? Dean Cain? I think so, yeah. Is he in the... I think so. God's Not Dead? He's in some of those. Yeah, I think so. I thought, are you thinking of Kevin Sorbo? Because I nope, know he is. Nope, both are. Oh, yep, God's Not Dead. Or supreme being still alive. That's that would be the um like the Transmorphers equivalent or the Hornet, the, Hornet. <laughs> the ripoff yeah. version. Supreme being still alive, but it'll, it'll really have nothing to do with like anything. No, like all those movies, they're always like look to be a ripoff of something, and totally but then they different. end up having nothing to do with the ripoff that they're. I think it's how I think it's one of the ways they get away with it because the story is completely different. Right, and it's how they're pulling you in too. Right, they just market it that way, which yeah, that's the point. But I mean. Again, like with Hornet, you thought you were paying to see like a robot movie. Like, what am I fucking watching? <laughs> I don't know what I'm watching. Yeah, uh, I didn't know he was in the. He's just in the first one, so he didn't do the deep dive. Oh, he probably, his character probably gets killed. And keep going into the uh, God's Not Dead. God's Not Dead, but his trilogy, char- but, his, but his character dies. Whatever happened there? It's interesting how many like Superman related voiceover things he's done. Well, he was like a definitive Superman. He plays Jonathan Kent quite a bit. Oh boy! And, and voiceover roles. He's on Supergirl. He played uh, her dad, uh, Earth Dad, ah, Jeremiah Danvers. Got it. So that was a nice little. That's cool. Yeah, Terry Hatch has been on there too. They always have those little like nods yeah, to fun. those older shows. Yeah. Man, I watched uh, somebody put on Reddit a while back a clip from Smallville. That boy does not hold up. Why was it bad? Uh, it's like when they had Barry Allen on there. Yeah. So Flash, and he like challenges Clark to a race, and he wins. Well, yeah, but they're then they're running. Yeah. It's like the worst like on screen running behind a green screen making it oh. look fast. But then also the main the reason that the clip was posted and got some traction recently was because it was like out of context. This is the most like. This is the most like homosexual scene that's ever taken place on TV. What? And the interaction between Barry and Clark without any context is very awkward. It's it is like like what? they're like they're wooing each other. Yes, that's amazing. It is like very <laughs> like what's what was going on in this episode? That's what awesome. was like going on with Clark and Barry? Well, they friends. And then they have this like yeah, but the running part is like oof, this is not hold up well. I'm sure a lot of Smallville stuff doesn't. Like, it's sign the of its CG times. at the times yeah, it's and sign stuff. Of times. And, one of the best, I mean, because that was a CW show, right? Yeah. Small, yeah. One, WB. It was a before right, the, well, the switchover. Well, that makes me think. One of the best scenes in Buffy, there's a CGI snake in one scene. It's a giant, like, we could, like, but why did you choose to make it look like, be the snake? It could have been anything. Like, it's a pivotal moment in the show. It, you know what? It looks, when they thought it, looks C- re- it looks real bad. When they thought CG and they thought they were doing it good, you know? Like, it's... I'm sure there's even scenes that maybe in like the first Men in Black that aren't like you know questionable. It's possible. I I, I don't think I. Still, I think the movie is so good that it probably doesn't. 
I still you can you can tell me if this is an incorrect statement to uh, to believe, but I still think up until like two years ago, the best CGI in any movie is just the first Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's the because he knew what its limitations and he right right the only watching it took forever for me to realize. Like the bit, the, the most you know extensive scene is the beginning with all the dinosaurs in the open daylight. Right. You look at them, you're like, oh, I get it. But it took so long yeah. for that to look. But the blend, the the reason is because the blend between it's practical and CG. It's perfect. I think honestly, one that's one thing that I kind of enjoyed more about the more recent one. Oh, um, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. They used a lot of practical. Yeah, Jurassic, dinosaurs. In Jurassic there. World House. That's yeah. what I call it. They uh, use a lot of practical do. effects in that one. They're awesome, and, and I feel like that helped. Yeah. The uh, the CG and but like but like it's funny because like Jurassic Park came out then, but then there's so many bad CG examples right. where I mean they just don't have the money to do it like Spielberg was doing it. You Correct. Know, with ILM, uh-huh. like Power Rangers, they weren't. I mean that's one of the more notoriously bad. It hurts. CG to watch. Ones. It hurts to watch. It's bad. Mm-hmm. The CG bots are bad. You know what I always hated? And it's Neo in the Matrix. CGI Neo is not good. Oh, yeah. And the it's second real. one. Because the was, second one. We need a million Neos. Like, yeah. no, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad stuff. It is not good. So, it's a, so many Neos and Agent Smiths. Yeah. Like, no, why? That scene in the park. It didn't look where good. The fighting in the park. It didn't is, look good then. No. It didn't look good then. No, it didn't. It, uh, it just—it's funny because like some of the things you could go back and look on uh-huh. and be like, "Oh, that just didn't hold up." Right. The CG didn't hold up. Right. But like that, it was like another one where it's like then, like it never. I feel good. like Power Rangers. I can't really remember how I felt about it. I then, do because I, I was a kid. I remember not enjoying that it looked so much different than the show. Like I they were shinier. Was, sure. And things like that. And obviously at the time I wasn't just... But sure. one I do remember being very bothered about was in Mortal Kombat 2, the Annihilation. Yeah, that was, that's full of lots of problems. The When they turn into like the animalities, the oh. dragon that Luke King turns into is god awful. It's just... Even though when Scorpion is like that thing, or yeah. that's, uh, it's a reptile, yes. it's like a thing in the first one, it's pretty bad, but like it's so quick that it's like... You just go with it, it's fine. F- forgivable. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Annihilation, there's a number of bad... There's even like this creature thing in one part, and it is... Oh my but God. It's almost, it looks like Lawnmower Man. Sure. That's how some of the CG looked. Right. And like Lawnmower Man is excusable, because they're messing with this like it's virtual computer. reality thing, yeah. computer thing of the, of the time. Yes. Not when it's like CG that looks like no. You know what? CG almost looked even better and it was a kind of excusable too. We watched for the podcast uh, Virtuosity. I was, yeah. When he's like doing the blue and it's like, it's but he's great. a computer computer program so yeah, it kind of like, fine. it works in those senses it's but fine. it doesn't work when something's supposed to be this like real tangible thing especially in Power Rangers that you've seen a bunch of times. Yeah, I remember thinking of the Power Rangers when I saw it in the theater I thought it was fucking badass which when I saw it as an, an older individual I was like, oh man. Is oh, rough. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's because like there's like rough. gears turning, and so back in the day, I thought that was so cool and complicated. Looking back, it's like literally one gear just moving. Yeah, I remember seeing like, it in the oh, theater and being geez. like, "Oh my god, they look like how robots should look. They're so shiny." Yes, and they're like, "Oh my god," which is so bizarre because all the practical shit in the movie is fucking. Lord Zed is amazing. Yeah, he looks incredible, and the new the suits they have are fucking incredible. They are. I would love if they just had those suits all the time. Like, do whatever new Power Rangers they do with a new theme, but keep that type of flavor. It looked awesome. Yeah, and even, like... Uh, Very cool. The birds that were, like, the ooze Very creatures, cool. they were great. I even was a little questionable. His design... I mean, the 
uh, makeup looked fine, but the yeah, design but is a little goofy. Because his, his scorpion and mantis are a little uh, same problem. Yeah, like, uh, but the scorpion mantis. But then even when he turned into a puddle of ooze. Yeah, because yeah, it was like this pink, bl- pink. It was blobby, just trying. Like, it's just trying to do so much. It, yeah, it was just not. And the ninja swords are cool, so it's like, oh shit, whatever. Just, just yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. I think for the longest time, Jurassic Park really it still does. It's still, it's still not, it's still not bad. Yeah. But for the long, like I'm trying to think just in my own like, and it's just a personal anecdote. Like the moment when I was like, oh, it took. I mean, forever. Forever. Probably four years ago, maybe I was like, oh, like oh, I like oh, I see it now. Yeah, because shit now is just getting like out of control. Because I can and I can pick it out better. Yeah. I worry about Thanos in the future. Like the full body shots when he's doing a lot in the first of in Infinity War. I'm like, mm. No, like, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I mm. think it'll be okay. I have doubts. He's gonna look bad. Uh, he's I don't know. Uh one thing you know connected to Marvel slightly, and I will get back to Little Bigfoot here in a second, but I've been playing the Marvel's Spider Man for PS4. I saw that happen. And the uh I and watched the, you during play the cut game. during the cutscenes, yes. Uh the photorealism on some of the characters it's is too just much. is on a, is just amazing. It might be one of the best looking video games as far as like people go. And they got I think one thing that video games in animated movies it's okay because they can get away with it because they're animated, so yeah. anything can look whatever. Yeah. But when they're trying to be real, I think one thing that that pulls people away is like people's mouths. Yeah, it's precise. It, it, a lot of muscles in there. Yeah, and it's hard to get a mouth to be yeah good in anime in an animation. Yeah. When it's trying to look real, when yes. it's just like. What you know, like a yeah, minions it's, or whatever. It's a circle talking. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but in that game, like the wow, like and I especially notice it most. All, all the characters look fantastic, but yeah. I think Doc Ock, his facial expressions and yeah. things just look unbelievable in that game. So how how soon do you think until people just decide to jack into that world forever and never leave to just be in a virtual reality mm-hmm. world? I mean. How soon? They have these VR come, games it, all over it's the place. Happening. None of them are as like as immersive as a open world Spider Man type game, but, but it, it'll get there. I'm sure. Right. Just imagine. Yeah. Right? You get lost, and then you're in it forever, and then somebody takes you out, and then you can't remember which is the real world, and you probably have more emotional attachment to that fake world. It's volu- It's voluntary matrix. Yeah. Just let me just jack me in, and this is it. Yeah, it'd be fun if the internet was kind of that way, like on Futurama. When they go on the internet, they're like walking around. Oh, I mean, yeah, Oh, you'll be able to... It's like a place you go to. The internet could very well be a place to go to. Yeah, like Wreck-It Ralph 2. I didn't see it yet. Well, there's the internet. So, I mean, you can imagine characters living on the internet. Yeah. So, I mean, I know what it's about. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I didn't see it yet. Yeah. I like the first one. Yeah. It's funny. Oh, I think, I've, I, think I only saw the... I think I only saw all of the second one because it plays in the office. Oh, it's on Netflix now, so I thought maybe you were bored on Netflix. No, that'd be cool. Ran out of things to watch on Netflix and turned on Wreck-It Ralph too. No, too busy doing what? other stuff and watching some Jessica Jones. Yeah, I've been also on the Jessica Jones train. I think we're three episodes in. You know, uh, you know, you're talking about the meandering sometimes on. on uh huh. Yeah, you know, I think what they meander with most is sex scenes. Well, they cut away from those though. They used to show. They used to revel in them. Yeah, but like, just like, there's a lot. It's like I'm not like, like being like, ew. But it's like, how many do we have to have in one episode? Jessica, Jessica's about drinking and banging. Not even just Jessica. I know, but the show too. Everybody. Yeah. The one episode, it's like seven. But sex can you scenes. can you agree with me that Trish killing her mom is a lot to deal with? Spoilers for Jessica Jones season two. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. I don't. 
Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's to a deal lot with. to deal with. Cause like it's like ah, oh, cause eventually they're gonna get over it. And so like just do it, become friends again. Oh, um, and then and then you have to just hand wave the fact that you killed her mom. Let Jessica. If anyone was gonna kill Jessica's mom, just let her do it. She would have done it eventually. Yeah, but I kind of like that it was. It Trish. took it away from Jess, so she didn't have to make that choice. Right. Well, one, so she didn't have to make the choice, and two, because now you've seen the newspapers and things like that saying, "Hero Jessica Jones for killing." Yeah, kills her mom. Like for killing this, uh, you know, evil per- psychopath. Whatever. Psychopath. Yes. And I think feel like the attention would have been even more on Jessica had she actually done it, as opposed to like she people just think right. she did it and she gets, she just kind of avoids it. Because she knows she didn't do it. I don't. I don't know why Trish is so dumb now. She's pretty dumb. Yeah, she's just like she wasn't dumb. She wasn't always dumb. Well, it's you know what? It's not being dumb. What? It's getting powers. No, but she. It, started, it does that to character. It started. It started. It, it started last season too. Yeah, when she wanted powers, which led into getting powers, and then it's, like when 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 characters get that like you know with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, and some people take that power and they just. Get, also, like, stupid with also it. though, what are Trisha's powers? She can dodge bullets. Can't what? What does she do? Catch things. I'm only a few episodes in, so I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I've known what you've seen. I mean, you can tell me things that won't spoil it. I'm three I'm, episodes in. Yeah. Uh huh. I think I'm only on four. four. I think maybe I'm, four. I'm, I'm either one ahead the of one you. One was all about Trish. Uh-huh. Like what she was yeah. been up to. Exactly. What are her powers? She's doing parkour in a fucking alleyway. What are you doing? Well, she jumped back onto that couch pretty cool. Yeah, she was... I know. Cool. But what's her powers? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Michelle, maybe she'll be in full Hellcat getup. I doubt it. Why would... Fucking tease me. None of those shows ever let anybody get in a full thing. Except Daredevil. for Daredevil. And except for the last season. Getting mad. I'm going to break my glasses. <laughs> I had a crack. Did you hear that crack? I heard just like uh, I thought it snapped off your head. That's fine. Like this, like you know, like that's that. fine. They're not broken. That's how aggressive, how worked up I'm getting. But yeah, I just the last season he couldn't even put on his costume that entire time. No, well somebody else had it. He couldn't have. He couldn't have gotten. They even teased you and said it was two suits made. Right. So like, oh, he's gonna get his suit. No, bandana man. God damn it. Fuck. Weird, right? Hellcat could. And what's dumb? Is I get the Netflix shows like wanted to be like edgier and darker, so they didn't let anybody be in like a full. Even Danny, like the only time you ever really saw him in the whole thing was right. when he had that fight. When right. you saw the fight, how he became Iron Fist. Right. But Trish wanted to be a hero. If anybody was gonna wear a ridiculous costume, it was her. Yeah, well, I mean, it could get to that point. The Hellcat costume is pretty outrageous at times. I don't know what it currently looks like in the any it's current comics. That. But you saw Trish saw, wasn't really a character in the last run of Jessica Jones. No, you you um you saw um, but you saw Trish like she was trying on costumes, right? When she in her solo episode, she was just bought the, like co- wigs the, and stuff. At the cost, was she put on the last costume? Was her Hellcat costume, the yellow spandex suit? Yes. Yeah. Fucking throwing my goddamn face. That would have been fine. She'll probably end up putting it on no, again. No, she won't. She's gonna wear a scarf around her head. With a beanie. Stupid. Well, she's too busy selling her clothes on Shop Channel. Yeah, that's gonna go badly for her. She's gonna snap on air. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody else is loving it because it's making tons of money and she's gonna lose it or something. I don't know. But, uh. Yeah, I know. This isn't the topic we're talking about. I don't about. know how it gets back to Little Bigfoot. Um, super, people trying to do good. And the movie, in the beginning of the movie, there's a guy, Turnbull, who is upset with the logging company. He's my favorite He's character. great. 
He's got cool aviators on. He's got a flannel shirt. He's a badass lumberjack. And all he's talking, he just, he um, argues with Largo. Well, that's the first time you hear Largo's name because he's arguing with like the, yeah. uh, the foreman. He's like, we can't be cutting down little trees. Do you want to talk to Largo about it? And the psycho drives up in cowboy boots. Yeah, I thought Largo was going to be the eye patch guy. Yeah, no, no, he's the, yeah, but he turned out to be just like your typical real estate. I'm glad we got more eye patch guy than um, we yeah. thought we were going to get. It's true, me too. But uh, Turnbull, they say Trumbull before. It's Turnbull if I said Trumbull before. Turnbull. So then he like gets in Largo's face about how you can't just kill. Once they figure out Bigfoot's there, he's like, you can't be killing animals in this park. Just like a noble, good guy. You know, don't cut down these trees, the redwoods. Don't cut down this Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot. And then he's like, you're fired. And then at the end, he comes back and he's like one of the witnesses. Like, yeah, well, you. Yeah, he was like, if you tell anybody, you're, you'll never have a job again. I guess. In did he sign industry. an? Did he sign an NDA? Clearly like not. Like he said, if not, just tell anybody. Who gives a fuck? Bring it on, corporation. I'm free. <laughs> right. Unless you're gonna outright murder me, then you got a lot. You're in some darker shit than just cutting down trees. But it was about bad guys getting their due with a Bigfoot mixed in. That's what it was about. An illegal logging company with a Bigfoot and a family trying to recover from the loss of its, you know, male figurehead. And then a sheriff really wanted to mack on a lady. Your muffler was loud. Pull, get out of here. Bullshit, dude. Yeah, he's lonely. Well, yeah, we didn't. We don't know anything about his life. Yeah. Maybe, you know, he's been in the town a long time and he's just... Nobody in the town interests him. Or it's reverse. He gets these vacationing babes. I was just going to say. Vacationing single moms. Uh, vacationers. And he's like, oh, you got to go home. Well, maybe I'll see you next year. Yep. Oh, yeah, I uh, I don't have a phone. I don't have a phone. How about the little anecdote? Yeah, you know he doesn't have a phone. How about the little anecdote? Well, back then, yeah, man, you know how easy it would have been to have vacation babes? I just meant, like, he doesn't have any phone. <laughs> Not even a landline? Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. I don't have a phone. That's funny. I work, I'm a sheriff, but nobody yeah. can get a hold of me unless you come visit me. Yeah, the only way to get me is down 911. Wow, what's illegal to do? <laughs> Ask for Sheriff, dial 911, ask for Sheriff Nick. Dial no, Sheriff Nick at 911 in your other town. And yet. <laughs> and the dispatch will not be the same. Right. Operator, can you pass me 911 for so-and-so county? Can you get uh, Sheriff Nick? All right, there's a prank call. You're getting arrested. Yeah, you're going to get a sheriff. You're going to get a few sheriffs. <laughs> then you're going to be taken to jail. Yeah, before uh, cell phones and stuff, you could... Uh, you could be the creepy, unsuspecting, uh, yeah, prey on the vacationers. That's basically uh, Fifty First Dates. It's that movie. It's rough. Adam Sandler's character. It's he rough. just like bangs like out of town people. Uh huh. Like in Hawaii. Yep. And then he uh, comes across a woman with no memory. And he falls in love with her. Yep. And then every day he has to tell her why she loves. Like at one, at some point, like her whole day is like, well, this is my life. Well, now it's over. Yep. Right? Because like, yeah, well, he, he told makes you the tape for her at the he end. He does. But I mean, every day there's more things to tell, more yeah. things to show. So like at some point, sit down. This is your life. Oh well, do it tomorrow. Ha, well, I mean, at some point the whole day is gonna be watching a tape from the days before. That's what exactly what I'm talking about, right? Because like she'll have no life that day. Yeah. Just you just sit in front of a TV. This is your life. Good night. Sweet dreams. What? And then wakes up the next yeah, day. Yeah, I don't know how you. And how do you woos like? No, we've been married forever. We're gonna bang tonight. Ah, maybe it's just a it's quick. A qu- it's a questionable. Maybe film. it's the quick video. It's a questionable film. I mean, it's just a film for fun. 
got to think about these serious issues sometimes. Yeah, ser- like I mean, Fifty First Dates. Most Adam Sandler movies are just made for fun. Now they're made for Netflix. Yeah, then I watched the new one. Was it funny? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a well-made film. I'm glad. It was nothing like Godfather or nothing, but it's a silly, stupid... And it's called... It's literally... The movie is exactly what it says it is. And what's the movie called? The movie's called Murder Mystery. And it is a murder, murder mystery. mystery. But I thought he was funny in it. Jennifer Fine. Aniston was good in it. All the supporting people. You know who I hate? People who review movies on the radio. They're just so wild. There's all these wild opinions. Do you listen to the movie guy? I just listened to AM seven twenty on WGN Chicago, uh, baby. There was on so, um, there was like the this film critic. Maybe it's called the regular guy. No, I mean go just, to show with a regular. Go to the show with a regular guy. I thought it was called the movie guy, but it's the regular guy, and it's a guy who reviews movies on XRT. Here in Chicago. Okay. At 93 XRT. Okay. Uh, 93 one. But he does like movie reviews. Yeah. And I, I, I only listened to it when I would, um, I, when I used to work for a park district and I would drive in a truck all day. Sure. So in the morning we would always, we always play XRT a lot and we would always play that in the morning and this guy would always be on there during the morning show. And he'd be like, and I don't know if he really talks like this, but it was obviously, I don't think so. It's like very much like the, cheesed up Chicago accent. Yeah. Like, hey there, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah, and here's my thoughts on the movie. That's a good and uh, Right, that's good. That's just what he does. Yeah, and it's, it's like good. Hey, I didn't think it uh you know the no, Avengers been... Infinity War uh, D minus <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah it was all but it, but his reviews sometimes were always like what what are we doing here? It's so odd. But when they'd say things that aren't true or just make up things because they talked about Netflix shows, the Marvel Netflix shows, because we try to get off of it, but so you're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a thing in our lives right now. Reasons why they failed. They never failed. They had consistent viewership the whole time. And a consistent buzz. Even the ones that people didn't like so much, like Iron Fist, get buzz. They talk about how not everybody watched Defenders. I think people are just dumb and didn't figure out it was them altogether. People are dumb. Yeah. So like they just didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But I remember that getting a lot of attention. People liked it. Yeah. I mean, it might not have, like, whatever so-and-so views or whatever. It's fine. The, so the point was, there was enough people watching these things to continue. Netflix pulled the plug. But why do people try and tell... Because I know this, and you know this. But let's say people listen, listen to... Everybody 7, knew it. But people listening to 7.20 a.m., May not be maybe a fifty-five-year-old somebody or whatever, or may not be jacked in. I'm just what a, age discrimination. You can be intelligent. You can know everything at any age, but just you know, a lot of people are dumb dumbs, or they just don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just don't get it. That's gonna be on your quote in the box. A lot of people are dumb dumbs. <laughs> a lot of people are dumb. I want dumbs. that tattooed on my face. Right, and then right below it is the uh, dedicated to the supreme being. Are dumb dumbs. Because, like, honestly, it's not a mean thing to say. No, it's... Just sometimes it's, you're a dum-dum. And it's you a legit thing to say. I've been a dum-dum once or twice in my life. Yeah, we've all been dum-dums. Right, but sometimes you're getting people... People are feeding you lies, and you don't know any better to refute them. And then sometimes you vote for Donald Trump. I mean, this is... I was thinking about dum-dums, and, like, you don't... You know... I you don't you. know all the facts, you just believe lies... And sometimes you get tricked into thinking Disney pulled the plug on those shows when no, they didn't. 
A lot of articles have been written about that. No, they didn't. It's very weird to me. Right, yeah. No, yeah, that was never... I mean, when it for, when they were first getting canceled, it was... People thought... It was like a thing like, who's canceling it? Well, is it must it this, be this. Or is it this? And, but then it came out hard that that wasn't the case. Disney was like, uh-uh. We didn't pull the plug in these things. In fact, shows were being made to... You know... Shows are being worked on to be made, and then they cancel right. mid mid production. And I haven't finished off Jessica Jones, and you haven't either. But I really wish, I really, it doesn't end this way. But I wish it would just end with like a lot of people turning to dust. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I've heard some um, spoilers. Though. No, I just saw like you know sometimes I go on IGN and they have the re- whole review, but at the very end it's like the final verdict, oh. and it's like a some like a. Two, two or three sentences about what they felt about it. And how they, it's usually p- pretty spoiler-free. Sure. It's just like... And they gave it like 8.9. Damn. IGN did. Solid. Uh, for Jessica Jones for ending this whole Netflix Marvel thing. Oh, as being the climax? Yeah. I mean, nice. 8.9 was the review of the season, but the the summation was that it was a good send-off. send-off for this entire thing. I just think it would be cool to have a series where like... Your defenders are the guys that don't get dusted. So the Avengers are doing other stuff. So then you can even tell stories like during the five year gap where everybody's so like because that's gritty and dark and sad. Yeah, that's made for them. You could have had that, and I feel like with Disney Plus, oh, and or Hulu, since Disney has stake all the stake in Hulu now, yeah. uh, you'll get a show. And that, I just that also takes f- place during the five year. Probably. It could even be a damage control show. Could be. That's true. They've they've talked about damage control right. once or twice. Spider Man Homecoming. Yes, they're in yeah. it. Um, I just think I just think that would be a cool way because if these shows ever come back to end like a season, like end it with like a dusting, then you come back and it's almost like a reboot for all the shows. Whenever because it's going to be a while when they come back, anyways. Right. But I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Little Big Feet. Little Big Feet. Uh, it's a really absurd movie, and uh, it's, it's too it, awkward and enjoyable. We can't. It it's is hard awkward and enjoyable. About. It's a silly family film. Uh, but I really wanted to mention, uh, since we were talking about it earlier today, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Keanu Reeves has, uh, mentioned that he wants to get in on the MCU. Yeah. Kevin Feige says, don't worry about it. I already have some ideas. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's actors where he's just like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. But, uh, any thoughts on who you'd like to see, uh, it depends because I, I didn't I didn't think I wanted it until somebody said Wolverine and I was like oh my god yeah, somebody said it to me too and I was like eh, I don't know I could I it could be good I think I want somebody a little younger to play Wolverine you think so yeah I don't know grizzled man he's hundreds of years old so I was gonna look young could be but I mean like the gra- well, he Wolverine needs gravitas and I mean. Hugh Jackman made it his thing. So you need, like, some right. kind of personality. You need somebody to be able to do that. I feel like some... I mean... Chris Hemsworth. Ke- Wait. Keanu Reeves can get in like that, but I feel like sometimes he's a little more chill. Even with John Wick, where he's intense, it's still that... No, that, he's like, calm. It's still yeah. that, like, calm, chill, intense. That's why I feel like if you played somebody like Doom... Uh, he would need some kind of weird European accent, though. Or Reed. If you played Reed Richards. Reed Richards might be perfect, actually. I think that's a good clean role cut, for him. shaved, little white in the sides of his hair. Yeah, getting gray anyways a little bit. Yeah, that'd be pretty I think good. It, I think him as a Reed Richards, I think is a. Good I don't idea. know if I want to see his arm stretch though. <laughs> I don't want to lose respect for Keanu Reeves. You have to see somebody's arm stretch. Yeah, but maybe not Keanu's. You know what I mean? Like, woo. he's all in now. He's doing the John Wick three. He's doing Bill and Ted. Yeah, well, I've seen the first two John Wicks. I never had before. 
that got watched. Oh, nice. I haven't seen the third one yet. Me neither. I'm, uh, I'm very excited to. Because it's incredible. The first two are incredible They're films. They're amazing. The end of the second one is like, all right, Officer here we go. Jimmy. Yeah. I love him. And like, well, that's, I'm sure, who knows? Who, I don't know. People do know. Yeah. The I, third one, yeah. I mean, well, at the end of the second one, it's like, here we go. So you knew the third one's coming because the end of the second one is just what like, I woo. What I loved about the end of the second movie is it made me go, oh, shit, about something that doesn't exist and is stupid. Right? Right. Like, oh, no, this rule. It's this fake rule. Like, I was so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, I was like, oh. And also, I learned in those movies that everybody in the world is pretty much assassins. It's a weird world. It's a weird day. It's just like you're walking down the street, and, like, maybe two people run away and aren't assassins, and then, like, out of 50 people, two people run away, 40 other people are like, when all the phone alerts go off, it's like, that many people? That's what I mean. Who are you all? Right. Where'd you... What world is this? What's funny is, the second one, I saw that movie, I went by myself... It's a cartoon. I went by myself to see that movie on a Sunday morning. Was it packed? The weekend that came out. Yeah. First showing on a Sunday morning. Packed? It was packed. I mean, it's a good... I like, I mean, it's I like, like a new franchise. It's, it's like good. All these people, not that anybody... All, they were all like church-going types, because I don't know who was in the theater... But you right. know, like Sunday is like church day for most people. Sure, it's like all these people have decided they're not going to do that. And they're just going to do this. You went to your church. I went to my that church. day. Your supreme being was John Wick. <laughs> it's true. I mean, holy shit! And one comment about the first John Wick was those like the guys that the guys that do the bad thing are like the only people in this world who don't know who John Wick is. Right? They're the only people who have no idea who he is. Right. Well, they're not the only people. They're all, They're not really part of the assassin world. They're like kids of the that world. So they're just like off doing their own thing. You know, they they just don't live in that world. So they're not like they kind of live in that. They world. do. They wouldn't know John. They, the point is, you wouldn't know John Wick. He's that. Right. In that's what right. I mean. He's that. The yeah. three guys. Three guys. Not even like one of them knew who John Wick was. Three guys who had no idea who he was. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. They fucked up. Well, well, it started. It kicked us off. Uh, you know, a great franchise there for the, for the John Wick. I know. For the John Wick gave Keanu a whole new life in uh, in movies. Really. Yeah, it was. His I re- mean, he was, was doing some movies here and there, some like martial arts films, and no, it was he was fine, whatever. but he and he, uh, he but got him. It really did. He, All it took was for him to kill lots of people. And honestly, I think John Wick movies doing so well, and Keanu kind of being back in the limelight again, I think helped. This Bill and Ted movie finally gets made. Yep. They wanted to do it for so long, yep. and I think they genuinely think that this helped. They believed in him. Yeah. He, he was like, "No, movie. I'm still a cool guy." Yeah. Which is good. I'm not just Neo. Yeah, he's kind of stuck in that for a while. He right? was, and then he was like rom com. Well, not even rom com, but like just romantic. Just movies yeah, do another movie, right? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but that's it, how long it took for people to get over Keanu fatigue, because the Matrix movies were overwhelming. Yeah, they were. So like. But I'm I'm a, I'm a, I've always been a big Keanu Reeves fan yeah. from the Point Break and Speed Days to Matrix to now. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely any anybody like that that wants to get in on the MCU, I'm always interested. Surprise, Mr. Cruz hasn't uh, expressed any interest yet. Who would he play? I don't know. It has to be a leading role. It can't be a part of a team. Wolverine. I mean, he probably, he's part of a team in the Mission Impossible movies, but he's like the guy. So he could play Wolverine he's short enough. He is. I love a good short Wolverine because he's not supposed to be very tall. He's but, not. But Tom Cruise with like a beard. That's what think about the it. Sideburns. Sideburns. Same, I don't know. Same, smoking a cigar, saying "Bub," he could do it. 
He could, he could do it. Yes, he could do it. Which but. I think that would just make everyone... Uh, Tom Cruise is in people's good graces. I think that would not be good. People would be freaked out about Tom Cruise and Wolverine. People forgot about everything. They're freaking out about what's-his-face playing Batman. Why? He's a great actor. The movie. If the movie's good, what does it matter? Also, he's a great actor. It's not Twilight anymore, guys. Yeah, I've, I've never seen Twilight. I have. But I've seen some other movies he's been in, and he's fine. He's a good actor. But he's good in Twilight. He's played a vampire. I don't know what to tell you. Okay? It's because it's Twilight. I, yeah. I have nothing against those movies. They exist. I didn't see them. Yeah, best-selling okay. book series, movies that made lots of money. Right. It's Everybody o- was watching them. It's okay. There was a weird baby in one of them. That's about all I know. Well, it was I a mean, questionable baby thing. Werewolves and vampires having sex and doing stuff. Yeah, but like the it was like the animatronic baby they think they oh, used or whatever. Well, I mean, it's yeah. probably, I just remember that being a thing and then seeing pictures of him was like, ugh. It's probably how vampire babies look. Like, jeez, they should have went a different route there. Uh, anyways, next week on the podcast, we were sent a movie... Uh, from fellow podcaster Ben Dittles, who does the Neon Brainiacs podcast uh, out there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. He sent us a movie that was one his on their show that he does a little 80s nugget because their show is all 80s horror based. But he always uh, picks out an 80s nugget that's not horror based for everybody to watch. And his first ever 80s nugget was a movie from 1986. Oh, boy. Uh, called Out of Bounds. Interesting. Stars one Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, shit. Trying to be an action star. Bam. In 86. Cool. Somebody thought, that kid from Weird Science and Breakfast Club. Let's get him in an action movie. Give him a gun. Does he have a gun? I, I don't know anything or, about it. Or a sword. I don't think it's a sword. I think Does he have a grenade? I bet he has a gun at some Does point. Does he have two guns? I don't know. I've never seen this movie. I've never even heard of it. Does he dress like me? And Neil? you know I'm the biggest Anthony Michael Hall fan. I know. I've never that's why I'm heard shocked. of Out of Bounds. Does he dress like Neo? He probably wears a leather jacket. I can guarantee you that much. Does he have a cool... Does that mean he dresses like Neo? Does he have a know. cool John Wick beard? No, but it's but this is actually the first crossover with the Dead Zone. So he plays the same character. That's that a good show. On the TV show. It was a good show. I liked it a lot. That was a weird thing. Brought his brought him back in. It was like, a good uh, show into the limelight for a while there. I it went I on for a long time. I think it became. I think it ended with the uh, 2016 election. I think it, oh, it became shit. real. The whole thing's about avoiding like the Antichrist as president or whatever. Oh, is it? That the book is yeah. So the show was a whole bunch I haven't of seen things. the show or the movie with Christopher Walken in a long time, so I really don't remember. I just remember. That's see. just like the main, yeah, he yeah. sees into the thing. and Yeah. Anyways, yeah, next week on the podcast, we were sent the uh, the film. Thank you, Ben, for that submission of Out of Bounds from 1986. So uh, if you have the chance, maybe it's on YouTube, maybe it's on Prime Video, you can rent it, check it out. So for Big Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I... And the supreme being. Nick is the supreme being, and come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.